Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. We are so glad you're here. Let's get to it. We are so excited to let you know that our brand new book, Simple Money, Rich Life, is finally out. Yes. And if you enjoy the podcast, we think you're going to love it. And if you like hearing our friendly voices, then you should grab the audiobook yes. on Audible. And if you don't, then just grab the paperback or grab the <laughs> Kindle. And if you do grab a copy, we want to hear from you. So send us a message on Instagram or send us an email and let us know what you think. Yeah. And again, the name is Simple Money, Rich Life, and you can grab your copy anywhere books are sold. Anywhere. Pretty much any place that sells books, they <laughs> should have it. Hey, everybody. I am excited today because we have Chandler Bolt here today. He is just a rock star when it comes to writing books. And I think we're going to make this a really fun episode. And so he's a CEO of Self Publishing School, which you might have heard of because it's insanely big. He managed to find his way on the Forbes 30 Under 30, which is a pretty big accolade. And he's the author of seven best selling books, including. This one, which I have been reading through because, as you probably know, I am publishing a book very, very soon. Or actually, I guess when this comes out, it will have just been published. What we're going to do on this episode is, since Chandler's such an expert and I need all the help I can get as we're trying to get our book launched, I'm like, I'm going to just let him give me advice and I'm going to pick his brain. And hopefully, if you are someone who has any desire to share a message with the world, which I kind of think everybody has a message to share, or write a book or anything along those lines, I think you'll find this to be really helpful. So Chandler, thank you for taking a few minutes to share and um, give me some wisdom today. Bob, I'm excited for this. This is like my favorite podcast interview format because we just get be super practical. Yeah. <laughs> and for people who are about to launch a book, who want to launch a book, they can see you do it, but then also see and understand how you're doing it, which I think is yep. very valuable. They can support the book while also learning, um, not yeah. just from the book, but from how you do the launch of the book, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So this is our new book. We just published with Waterbrook, traditionally published that whole process, which anybody who doesn't know, there's basically two, you know, you know, and maybe you could argue three, kind of a blurry middle between self-publishing and traditional publishing. So this one, Simple Money, Rich Life, our new one is traditionally published. But in the past, I have self-published a handful, which is your bread and butter, the area that you're super expert on. And so all of these ones I've self-published, I would say that they were very small projects and it was pretty much just an experiment. Let's just throw, you know, I got a whole bunch yeah. of articles on a topic. Let's throw them in a book, throw it up on Amazon, and see what happens. But I never launched any of them to our audience. I never mm. really promoted them in any way. I pretty much just threw them on Amazon and whatever happened, happened, um, which is not the way to launch a book. And so this one, I'm trying to do something very different. Like we're trying to really kind of make this the new foundation of our business and the new entry point for everybody kind of coming to what we're doing. So I'm trying to give you some background here, Chandler, just yep. to let you know where we are, what we've done. So we are working right now with the publicist at the at Waterbrook, the, our publisher, 
He's been getting us set up on a lot of different podcasts. We've been doing some interviews there. We have a book launch team that we are assembling that we're pulling together and doing some things there. Yeah. And so I'm going to shut up. And what I would like to hear from you is if you're in my shoes, knowing what you know, what would you be focusing on and ask questions, kind of lead me, direct me wherever. Um, Yeah. Just like coach me. Like, what would you do if you're in my shoes? Well, I've got a couple quick recommendations based on that. And I want to do a little bit of fact finding. And the first recommendation would be, you've already got the book, check out chapter 15. That's going to tell you how to get more out of your launch team is what we call it. So page 111, just run that playbook with your launch team. And specifically something I'd call attention to is I'd like to allow people to, you know, team is an acronym. Tell everyone, you know, about the launch team, enroll the people who are interested and set expectations and then ask for reviews and then message everyone individually. So ask for reviews and make it easy for people to leave a review, but then message everyone individually to follow up, to leave reviews to the people on your launch team. So that would be the first place that I would focus is really on that launch team. And then what I would think about is what are the goals for the book? Is this sell as many copies as possible. Is this tied into the business? We want to use the book mm-hmm. to grow the business. Is this something totally different? What are the biggest yeah. goals for the book? So that's a great question. In terms of this, I would say that the goal is to introduce us to new people. And the book itself points to some of our other products and courses that we offer. You know, It's not like a hard sell or anything, but but it is an avenue for people to, I think, get comfortable with our brand, to understand our brand, how we operate, how we're different from really most people talking about money right now. And so that's kind of the goal, I think, to use it to reach new people and to spread far and wide. Of course, sell as many copies as possible, but it's kind of the entry point for our funnel, for our business and getting people acquainted with us. Makes sense. It's an audience building play. It's a top of funnel entered virtual introduction to yes. people into into your ecosystem that makes sense so that's the end goal so i almost look at this in two buckets how do you have the successful the most successful launch possible and then how do you set this up to sell books long term and so that this has a i call it it's like the, you know the the lamborghini launch versus the toyota camry approach lamborghinis you know they're fast they're expensive they're sexy they're going in a flash, right? That's the way most people look at their book is they do a Lamborghini launch. It's one week only. Then they drop it like it's hot, move on to the next project. Yeah, so that's not us. This is a, I want to be promoting this book in five to 10 years still. That's where we are. Like we're building it as a foundation that we're going to hang on to for a long time. That's perfect. So you're already, I mean, miles ahead of most people just looking at it that way. The Lamborghini, you know, like don't do that. You're not doing that. So I look at the... um. Toyota Camry approach, which is kind of like the one-year launch. So there's, Mm -hmm. yes, how do I maximize launch week? But then how do I maximize launch year? And so there's a few things which maybe the ship has already sailed on, but it seems like just from looking at it, it seems like you've done it correctly. So there's the fundamentals of a bestseller. So do you have a good title, subtitle, cover, keywords and categories? That's something you can work work with your publisher on to make sure they're putting you in ones that are discoverable. And then one small, it's a little bit tougher to do with a publisher, but you can certainly ask them is Amazon will put you in up to two keywords, seven categories. This is like really in the weeds on Amazon discoverability, but actually add you in up to 10. If you just ask as a self-published author, literally all you have to do, there's a simple process. If you Google how to get added to more categories on Amazon, 
our article will be the first one that pops up, I think, and it goes through the exact steps. But if you send that to your publisher or the person that's uh, in charge, I would just say, hey, can you do this and add eight categories? And you preferably want one of them to be like an easier one. It's easier to stay in the top of because then you have the bestseller banner, which is just social proof, which improves your conversion rate on your Amazon pages. So that's how I look at the fundamentals of bestseller, right? Then I look, well, maybe let's go launch specifically. And then then let's talk one-year launch and kind of long-term book sales. So what's the current launch plan and the biggest areas of focus with the launch plan itself? Yeah. So the majority of our energy is being spent on podcast tour at this point. Like I said, we have a launch team built out that we're recruiting for. The, my biggest goal, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, but my biggest goal with the launch team you know, although like I, I would love for people to share it on social media and I think that'll be helpful. I, I'm really trying to get reviews and I really yes. want to get up to that yes. 100 review mark yes. as soon as possible. So, I, mean, I mean, is that smart, like thinking that way? That's exactly how I would think. I mean, in my opinion, 60 to 80% of the value of a launch team is launching okay. with a lot of reviews. So I would Great. focus a lot. I think that's very smart. Okay. So yeah, those are the two big knobs that we have. Beyond that, publicist, uh, some traditional stuff, like we're, yeah, we're getting on some TV and radio type stuff, but most of the energy is focused on the podcast tour. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of guest posting and possibly some uh, more traditional, um, whatever, online media stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's not a whole lot of that. And like right now I'm having to push it because we don't have anybody else kind of doing that. And so I don't have a lot of bandwidth to kind of focus on that, but yeah, that's kind of just what we have. That's smart. And then what, what are the main areas where you already have an audience that you're talking to outside of the book launch? So yeah, our, our email list is our biggest group of people that we can communicate with. We have a little bit of an Instagram audience. We have a pretty decent sized YouTube audience, but it's kind of, because the algorithm is so aggressive there, it's like, it's hard to create. I can be really strategic about creating content that points to the book because if the video is just, Hey, we launched a book. It's like, it won't get enough views. You know what I mean? It won't yeah, be something that's going to yeah. really go crazy. So that needs to be a whole lot more strategic, which this is on the probably a month or two after launch. I'll be thinking about that a little bit. That makes sense. So obviously you're going to do some strategic promotions to the email list. I'm assuming, and the email list will be a focus. And then it sounds like you've got the virtual podcast tour, or sorry, the virtual book tour. And then you've got the launch team. Are those kind of the three primary areas of focus? Yeah. And so I guess I should say, I mean, right now we're doing a lot of pre-launch bonuses um, that we're going to be stacking. We're going to be rolling out a new one, I think this week. And we have them tiered. So we have, you know, buy one book, you get this, two books, you get this, five, you get this. That's smart. So a couple of things I'd, I'd touch on here is first one being, I mean, I love the focus on the launch team. And I love the focus on getting as many reviews as possible. That yeah. to me is often the biggest litmus test of a successful launch week is how many reviews I got. And sure, Great. purchases are good, but I mean, that's long-term, as you know, in the algorithm for the book to be discoverable and recommended and all those things, reviews are so important. So focus yeah. with the launch team. And then I would even... I would do a mass blitz of just, I know some people who just go through their contacts in their phone and just have a template that they're texting people. Like, would you mind picking up a copy of the book today and leaving a review? Like that sort of thing, just like one-on-one non-scalable outreach, but having a plan going into the launch week of like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this 
four hours of texting every person in my contact. I'm going to do an hour of just kind of like having a plan of like, all right, when I have time, this is exactly the way I'm going to use it. And this is how I'm going to reach out to people. And just all right. Having well, that- so let me ask a question about that. Okay. Well, let's get specific with that. I mean, I have some people in my family who I, I and maybe I'm a little bit more shy to ask, but like, I don't feel really comfortable asking a lot of people here, run out and buy my book and leave me a review. And I'm sure there's a more graceful way to say that. And that's why I'm bringing this up. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, you've seen how I've done it with that uh, little one pager that's the flyer. The yeah, this thing. Like I like something that's low key and that's personal to you. I think that's super, super smart. Like, and you notice in there, it's like, yeah, hey, this doesn't I, feel pushy at all. Like this just feels yeah, good. It feels nice. Right? It's like, hey, I, I'm, the last thing I want is for you to send this book and feel like I'm just sending this to you so that you'll promote me. And yeah. I say that in the letter. And so like that's on brand for me and, and that's based on my personality. So mm-hmm. I would say do the same exact thing for you. I would do some sort of template that's something like this. Hey, as you may have heard, my book just came out today or just came out this week. Um, it would mean the world to me if you would take two minutes to grab a copy of the book and leave a review this week. I have a, a crazy goal of hitting 100 reviews during launch yeah. week. Every review counts. No worries. Yeah. If not, I hope you're well. Like yeah. something that's, but I love rallying a goal. Um, so, I've, oh, I've got a goal. Yeah. And so that they can see, oh, I'm contributing to that goal of 100 reviews during launch week or so. So it gives people a reason why. And then it's just, I like to notch it down and say, take two minutes to leave a review. Like, would you mind taking two minutes to to grab a copy and leave a review this week? And then make it easy for them by giving them the exact link, either to the book or to leave a review. Big fan of short links. For me, it's like this book, publishedbook.com forward slash review. So just whatever your URL is forward slash review. And if you have that, then it's so easy to anytime you're interacting with people, anytime someone says, oh my gosh, Bob, this, I love the book. It's like, thank you so much. Would you mind copying and pasting what that's you just said idea. here into a review? <laughs> and that's where if you go to um, chapter 20, the road to your first or next hundred reviews, bunch of really, really practical tips around getting reviews for the book. So that is so important. And that's where I'd really focus on non-scalable one-on-one outreach and getting as many reviews as possible. Then zooming out, you've got kind of the, for launch week, you've got the, what I call the launch triangle. It's kind of like the three pillars of s- successful launch. You're already doing many of them and we've already talked about a couple of them. So launch team is one pillar. Then you've got reviews is the second pillar. And then promotions is the third pillar. And so you're already doing kind of those first two. And then promotions, that's kind of like the accordion where there's the MVP launch, and then the traditional launch. So NDP is minimum viable product, right? But what you're doing is more, a little bit more of the traditional launch. MVP launch is chapter 18, traditional launch is chapter 19. So honestly, that like from 13 on is going to be just really helpful for you to read as part of this book. But the biggest difference between the two is there's kind of like this accordion of promotions and the more time, money, and energy that you have to spend on this, the more promotions you're going to do. Now, I like the path that you're taking, which is bucketing those promotions into a couple buckets of like, hey, I've got the launch team and I've got virtual book tour. I think that's super smart. That's similar to what I did with this, this book too. And so the only other thing, like I did influencer boxes. So those were kind of my big three, virtual mm-hmm. book tour, influencer boxes, and launch team. And so it sounds like you're doing that as well. Let's just interrupt yeah. in, real yeah. quick and say that you're doing a giveaway for all of our, anyone listening to this right now for this book. 
Yes, sir. Um, let's just get this out there now for anybody listening. Like how, yeah, how, yeah. how do they enter that? Yeah. So I, I want to give a bunch of people free copies of the book, free physical copies. So this is not a free plus shipping. This is not any of that. If you go to published book, like I published a book. So publishedbook.com forward slash seed time. So publishedbook.com forward slash seed time. Go there, fill out the form, tell me where to ship it. I'll print it, pack it, ship yeah. it. I'll pay for everything. I mean, so it probably feels like I'm plugging this book a lot, but I'm giving away. No, yeah, like but that's, it's costs. awesome. I mean, and I love the way you <laughs> built this. You've structured it in a way that you can do that. Like, is it's this book is legit, resource. man? Thanks. Man. Yeah, like I, I'm, I've been going through this, and it's like this is legit. This is packed with so much really good, helpful information for anybody who's in this situation. You know, like I am, or totally. again, like just starting from scratch. Totally. So, highly recommend take him up on this offer. You will not regret it. Thanks, but all right, man. let's continue. I appreciate that. So then, so I was I was showing you like basically um, page one forty eight. Yeah. So you kind of have a menu of options. You you can do you can focus on podcast interviews, bulk purchases, influencer campaigns, launch party, virtual book tour, books. We are doing a launch party. Okay, nice. And that's are people buying a book as part of it? Yes. In order to get an invite, you have to have pre ordered five copies in order to get an oh, invite. Cool. Um, awesome. And then outside of that, some of our close friends and family um, in town will be invited to it as well. Okay, that's great. What I might do, I'm just thinking out loud here. I love this idea of taking five minutes at the book launch party for everyone to leave a review. But the only problem with that is that sometimes Amazon's just a little bit too smart. And if you have multiple reviews from the same IP address, sometimes they'll pull them all down. So I'm like, if there's something that I really think is wildly effective, it's like, but my worry is that the reviews will yeah. get pulled. So just thinking out loud here, what might be fun is, I just like, how do you do this without it coming across weird? But it's like, almost like your, your ticket into uh, the, the, the book launch party is a screenshot of your review. Um, <laughs> and so it's just like, it's a fun, like, and of course, you're gonna let people in if they don't yeah. have it. But something like that, to where it's like, all right, hey, leave it to you before the party, and that's your ticket in. Just thinking. Yeah, out I loud. mean, okay, no, but I think that's great. Like, because again, it's just brainstorming. It's, so it's just ideas bouncing off to generate new ideas. So I really like that. And I think the takeaway for anybody listening is like we've been talking about reviews a lot, and I think you're confirming what I already thought that this yeah. is reviews are the currency that you yes. want to be earning. <laughs> You and I both know that as a traditionally published author, like I'm not possibly not going to make any more money on this book, like yeah. from a, an actual sale of it. Yeah. Um, and it will not be very much. Anyway, so if nothing else, somebody listening, take that away. The reviews are yeah. really, really important. And so be strategic about how you can get them, you know? Yes. I'll give two more thoughts on two more thoughts on how to get more reviews. And then one thing that I would double down on if I were you. Great. So two Great. more thoughts on how to get more reviews. One is a giveaway. I would do this probably the week after the launch to give a nice spike post-launch. And now during the launch week, it's like grab a copy and leave a review is the, the I think the primary call to action. Post-launch week, what I'd probably do is give away 10 signed copies of the book or something like that. And I would say, hey, we're giving away 10 signed copies of the book to enter to win. All you have to do is click the link in this email. And you can send this to your email list or that sort of thing. And uh, so to enter to win, all you have to do is um, click the link in this email. This link is going to take you to a page where you can leave a review on the book. You don't have to leave a review to enter to win. All you have to do is click the link. But as you probably know, reviews are the lifeblood 
reviews are super important, blah, 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 right? And so then you're very helpfully within Amazon's terms of service. You are not incentivizing a review. You are not giving someone an Amazon gift card for a review, like all those things off limits, don't do it, right? But you're creating a massive amount of people clicking the link to go straight to leave a review. You pick 10 people at random, you send them a signed copy of the book. I did that once, I probably should do it again. Got 188 reviews, I think, in 48 hours. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, we got so many reviews. So I would do that. A second thing that I would do is set up what I call the review sweeper. So do you have any links to opt-ins or things around inside your book? Oh, yeah. A whole bunch. Perfect. Great work. So you've already done a lot of the fundamentals. So what I would do is anything that relates to your book that is uh, an opt-in from your book or an opt-in related to your book. So you can tag and say like, oh, this person grabbed my book, right? In order to get here, there's an 80, 90% chance that they, uh, yeah. they got my book. So what I would do is I would drop all those folks into a campaign I call the Review Sweeper. So I love it. I'm already sweeper. starting to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's a three email sequence that they get starting 21 days after they downloaded the thing, right? So first email goes something like this. Um, there's a template that you can literally just use on page 160. It just basically says, subject line, how are you liking the book? Hey, insert name, it's Bob here. It looks like you picked up a copy of my book a few weeks ago, checking in to see how you're liking it so far. What do you think? Are you enjoying it? Please hit reply to this email and let me know. I'd love to hear what you think. And then what happens is you or someone on your team, when people reply to that, Obviously, if it's positive, they say, oh, thank you so much. Would you mind copying and pasting that right here in a review? So it's kind of that. a two-step into a review makes it way easier and less of an ask. Eliminates so much friction. Of, exactly. I don't know what to write. Exactly. You already wrote it. Just copy and paste like, it. Oh, you wrote to me what you liked about the book. Guess what? That's a review. But when, when you ask people to leave a review, they're like, henceforth and seven years ago, I purchased a book. <laughs> <laughs> from Bob, yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, but if, if it's like, Hey, how do you like my book? Email me back. It's like, Oh yeah, there you go. Here's what I think. So you're just making it easier for them to leave a review. And then, you know, there's a couple other follow-up emails. There's templates for that as well on that page, but that that's review great. sweeper, if you just set up that, that's the, you know, the Toyota Camry approach, right? It's just keeps so smart. I love that so much. Term. <laughs> when we move into the latter part of this conversation about marketing your book long-term beyond the launch, it's all about creating evergreen assets is how I look at it. Mm -hmm. And so how do I turn a, preferably a one-off promo? Because the promos are great. They give you a spike, but if it's a one-off promo that never benefits the book again, you're kind of on a hamster wheel of promotion, which that's fine during the launch, but it's not sustainable if you're trying to sell books long-term. So I look at how do I turn one-off promotions into evergreen assets? And so something like that review sweeper, I created it. It's an evergreen asset that continues, yep. that compounds, right? I love and it. And so that's where we re I really turn one-year launch. But before that, what I wanted to say is I would double down on your virtual book tour and I would just pour even more gas on that fire, like the podcast tour, and just do more and more and more of those and keep doing them. You know, the book for me launched in December. It's months later. This is podcast maybe number four, uh, four or five of the day. I'm still doing three to five a week to keep yep. promoting the book. And so I would just keep doing that. And especially for your topic, there's so many places that you can plug in where if yep. it's an audience builder, the book and the launch is a great time to talk about and get in front of these audiences that will ultimately 
become customers. Okay. So let me go there. So like I said, we have a publicist um, with Waterbrook who we're working with. He's opened the door, got us on some podcasts. I have reached out to everybody I know who I've done a podcast with in the past. I'm trying to work everyone that I know. Beyond that, I've looked in hiring a outside PR firm. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. It's a big cost. Yeah. I hear lots of negative things about a lot of them. I don't know if there's some that are better than others. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the ultimate question is, in your experience, what's the best way to just continue to find new audiences to get to share with via podcast? Yeah, great question. Um, I think PR companies are, are usually pretty worthless. I mean, if you pay them a ton of money, then they're more likely to be good. <laughs> even yeah, still, that, that's even what I've understood. That basically I need to spend twenty to thirty thousand dollars to get yes. a good enough PR company. I'm like, and, and even then, it's like, okay, well, what are they really doing? I'm a big fan, and this is tough because we've done this in spurts at SBS, like internally. But I, I really want to build this out more. It's like train an internal team member or yourself that is like just consistent on that outreach. So that's a lot of what I would do. What couple practical tips? I would take an author that maybe has a similar, uh, maybe not similar message, but similar audience of what you're looking to bring into your ecosystem. Search their name in Apple Podcasts um, or wherever podcast players, and you can just see all the podcasts that they've been on, and then just reach out to all those people. Similar audience, not the exact same topic. So it's not a competing thing, but it is the audience we want to reach, right? Yeah, you could do it one of two ways. Sometimes you could go similar topic because you know they already will bring on guests about that topic. Or you could do similar kind of audience. Like there's an overlap with like faith-based podcasts or there's an overlap with... Yeah, so um, one of the things that I'm finding, we wrote this book for someone who has never read a money book who honestly might not even have interest in reading a money book, but like cool. we're speaking to a Christian audience. We want this to be part of the aha of why this can be the only money book you ever need to read that's going to take care of your financial life for the rest of your life. And so within that, Super the smart. point, yeah, the point is, is that I think my favorite avenue so far has just been general Christian or lifestyle. You know, we've been on a lot of dad and marriage podcasts so far. And I think that's working really well, yes. a little bit better than going on all a ton of financial podcasts and yes. saying that we're a Christian talking about money. I agree. And and I would double down on that. And okay. it's a blue ocean for you, right? It's similar. Like I don't go on a bunch of writing podcasts or like traditional public, like, because yep. I'm just another guy talking about the same thing, but I go on faith-based podcasts, go on entrepreneurial podcasts, mompreneur, like mom blogger podcast, like yep. that kind of stuff. So I definitely recommend that. I think that'll work really, really well. I make sure that you have a clear call to action that where you want people to take like the very next step so that you can turn those listeners into subscribers or book buyers. Let me ask you what we're doing. So what what I've done is we've taken three of the most valuable, I think, things in this book, like just first steps for anybody to kind of start taking action, and improving their finances that are just absolute big wins. And we created a three-day money challenge and we just mm. have that URL, threedaymoneychallenge.com. Cool. So that's the thing that we've been kind of pointing people to on a lot of different podcasts we've been on. Yeah. And then that gets I them in the funnel. That. And then if they like that, then check out the book, blah, blah, blah. I love Thoughts that. on that? I love that. Uh, yeah. And, and that would be my primary call to action. Hey, grab a copy of the book. If you're interested in implementing what you just learned, threedaymoneychallenge.com. Go there, sign up. I like that. It's very simple, very okay. clean. All right, great. Real quick, I want to come back to what you were saying about this idea of 
searching Apple Podcasts. So I would, in this idea, I'm finding an author who, you know, in this case has a Christian lifestyle or whatever, something marriage podcast, or not uh, an author who's written a book on that topic, and then searching Apple Podcasts for their name, and that will show all the podcasts that they've been on to generate ideas of who to reach out to, right? Love that. Love that idea. Yes. Well, I mean, you said it. I'm like confirming what you just but said. You're, but you're just crystallizing a little bit better because so you're okay. going Christian marriage book, which I love okay. how like, okay, Christian marriage book and, and finances, Christian yep. finance book, like heavy overlap, yep. but different to your point. Yep. I mean, I think that's a great, very targeted list. Okay, great. What's next? <laughs> I would keep doubling down on that. That's all you need for launch week, which at this point, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, you're pretty much launching at the time of recording this. We're a couple to a few weeks out from launch. So at this point, information overload, maximize the launch and then line up as many podcast interviews will be my focus. And then once you get through the launch and you've gotten as many reviews as possible and like really leave time for that one-on-one outreach during launch week as much Mm -hmm. as you can and just plan to kind of be off the grid for that week. And then after that, then you're moving into more of the long-term by creating evergreen assets that sell the book long-term. Okay, so you would on launch week send 500 text messages and emails? No doubt. Okay. Facebook messages, everything. Yep, just everything <laughs> yeah. you got. Okay. Let, it, let it rip. All this right. is so your I- time, man. It's your time. And, and the, the thing is, you've gotten this. No one's ever offended that you, you, you're launching a book. This is one of the biggest weeks of your life. And the fact that you texted them and said, hey, would you mind taking like five minutes to just support yeah. this thing that I've spent a year of my life? <laughs> three years, buddy. Three yeah, years. Three years of your life this on. It's not a self-published book. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, if someone is offended by that, then they could gladly unfriend you or take themselves off your contact list. Yeah. I mean, well, no, on. I mean, yeah, and I like, <laughs> At the end of the day, Linda, I've talked about this a lot. Like there has never been a project that I have come even close to working on as hard as we have with this. You know, it's like my life's work is in this book that you can get for $15 and we poured it all in. And so, yeah, I don't feel weird doing that, but it's good to know that you haven't been through this as many times as you have, that that is such a high value thing. It's very, very high because it's human to human. Yep. Right. It's very easy to talk about the big campaigns and the big podcasts and all that. And sure, they they that's leverage and they move, but there's nothing okay. quite like, hey, you mentioned that you're interested in supporting the book. Would you mind taking two minutes today to leave for a few? Yeah. <laughs> like you could awesome. blast email a thousand people and maybe not get a book, but but that one person, they're like, Oh yeah, I'll do that today. Yep. And then boom, you got a review on the book. Well, and people <laughs> respond so much differently when it's a one-on-one interview or one or more yes. email or text message than a blast, you know, that's so good. All right. This is super helpful. I'm trying to think if I have any other questions at the moment. I don't think I do, man, but I, I am so excited. This is super helpful. And again, anybody listening, watching, go get this book or no, you don't even have to get it. Like go fill out his form so you can get this book for free. Cause again, I am literally going to be reading the second half of this book. I've already got a whole bunch of things earmarked and highlighted, but this is my next couple of days. And so for anybody who is thinking about writing a book, like we talked about the promotion side of this, but you're starting from the beginning, right? I haven't read the beginning of the book because I didn't need yeah. it, but yeah. you're starting at the beginning, right? Yes. From idea to publish to 10,000 copies sold to using the book to grow your business. The goal is that this is a roadmap for people. Yeah. And kind of like what you said with your book, it's if people love it and they're like, hey, this is helpful, they can book a call with my team. They can sign up for self-publishing school. 
And if they say, hey, that's not for me, they can implement what's in this book and use it for their book. I think that's a beautiful part about creating a book in the first place. Yep. I love it. So good. So helpful. Chandler, thank you for taking the time, sharing all this wisdom. I'm (laughs) selfishly really excited because I'm going to benefit a lot from it. But anyway, thank you for taking the time, brother. No problem, Bob. So excited for your book launch. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up. Knock, knock. Who's there? Leaf. Leaf who? Leave us a review on iTunes, please. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Know we are praying for you and we'll see you in the next episode. (laughs)